about something that we, we actually like. We can use mm-hmm. as a bite size that we can share with the public. I like it. Let's talk about Moonlighter, man. Moonlighter. So Moonlighter, according to Wikipedia, is an action RPG indie game developed by Spanish indie studio Digital Sun and was released for Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, Linux, PlayStation 4, and Xbox on May 29th, 2018. The Nintendo Switch version was released on November 5th of 2018, mm-hmm. that same year. It's a pretty neat game, too. Um, I, I think I would probably indeed. argue with the action RPG designation. Um, I mean, that's there. <laughs> yeah. But that's not... Yeah, the, even yeah, even calling it an RPG. Because, okay, it's it's been a little bit since I played it, but there's no, like... There aren't levels. No, There's and any stat no manipulation is all through equipment. Yeah. And equipment yeah. upgrades. It's just so right. Yeah. And you only unlock that by money or by um uh getting to new areas. Mm-hmm. Stuff opens up. So okay. Okay. I'm not I'm not so totally I w- insane. I would just I would it, it's like I think Here's the deal: if you consider if you consider a link to the past an action RPG, then maybe this. Is an I don't, action, but know, I don't consider like I don't consider any of the Zelda games RPG? as RPGs. I think that's a. Re- I agree. I think that's I think a ridiculous. They're, they're action adventure games, and that's a re- mm-hmm. like you know, and maybe I'm just like maybe it's just semantics, and I'm just sort of like, like you know, well, yeah, it definitely is, but still, but I'm like, dude, like no role playing game actually has like very specific connotations, and it's like a role playing game means like there's stat manipulation, there's levels, there's some sort of mm-hmm. like experience system, um, yeah, yeah, and some customization beyond just equipment, yeah, and if like if it's all bound to equipment, like in a way, yes, you are role playing this character, but like. Also, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> like, yeah. and again, like I said, it, there's a very specific context that I think guides this thought. And so I would, yeah. I would like, I mean, it's an action adventure game. It's a top down sort of yeah. like action adventure game. And actually it's interesting that you like mentioned Legend of Zelda because it has a very similar sort of like screen by screen sort of format. Um Oh yeah, and it's and it's that same it's that same viewpoint mm-hmm. um, where it's you know kind of above. It's not really you know everything's kind of slanted, whatever. Uh, but you can see, yeah, if you played in a, a traditional Zelda game like original Zelda, Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, those types of Zelda games, um, then you're gonna feel somewhat at home, at least with the layout of this game. I would say this game does lean more heavily towards that action moniker that you mm-hmm. mentioned. Uh, it's more fast-paced and it is uh, more challenging it, in that, like, it's not quite like a, a Twitch game, you know? You don't need to have, like, insane reflexes in order to do well. Um, but it is it can be punishing, and so it's not... Like, Zelda is kind of like take your time. Mm-hmm. You know, think through these puzzles. Whereas this is this doesn't have well, puzzle and that's, elements. That's because of the procedural generation stuff. Yeah. Like now there mm-hmm. are some sort of like hidden room sort of things that pop up. Like mm-hmm. you can drop down into the base, like into the like right. certain like you can drop down to the layer or the lower the level be below the floor uh, and sort mm-hmm. of g- get 
extra loot and treasures and stuff. But yeah, it's like not, there's not really that that puzzle element. Well, and that that speaks mm -hmm. in. And again, it's the sort of the the difference between the procedure procedurally generate generated sort of layouts where they just have a bunch of these different tile sets and they're like Bloop, throw them out and that's mm -hmm. the map and then eventually yep. like you get to, like um you sort of you get through the level you fight the boss you move on to the next next bit or you die and you uh right lose right. stuff but uh mm -hmm. and i don't know about you but i died a lot in this i game. did too I did too. Now, towards the <laughs> end, were. I hardly ever died. Um, okay. Just because, okay. I mean, like, yeah. towards the end of the game, like, I had maxed out all the weapons. I had maxed out the armor. Okay. So it's like, you know, and honestly, I think if I had, I'm, if I ever do go back to this game and sort of do like the new pl game plus kind of thing, because it has a new game plus uh, okay. mode. I'm going to do it and just keep the standard armor like and just use mm. that or even the, the heavy armor and because uh, mm -hmm. I, I used the speed armor and I was just like yeah and it just made me kind of squishy and I didn't like it <laughs> so mm -hmm. and I didn't really think there was any noticeable difference um, oh wow I mean okay. there, there was mm. like I can move around the map quicker but I'm like oh, yeah I can move around the map quicker and sort of like because I, I don't think like that roll dodge sort of mechanic that they put in was really all that helpful. Like it felt, oh, it was fine, but it didn't always feel like it was, maybe I just wasn't doing it right. But I just felt like I was hmm. like, well, sometimes I'm like, I'm rolling through this attack. This shouldn't hit me. And it's like, but it does. I'm like, but it shouldn't because I'm doing rolling. And I thought I had mm -hmm. iframes here. Um, right. I was wrong. Right. <laughs> huh. Well, I mean, it is, it is more particular in the way that your role, uh, can, it, 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 where it can get you and yeah, where those iframes are. It's, it's not like dark souls, whereas like pretty much as soon as you push the button, you're in iframe mode until, you know, until you're done with your role. Yeah. Um, but re regardless, so, so let's back up a second. So we said, we said, you know, that, that the game plays a lot like, a traditional Zelda game with that, that leans more heavily on the and with, elements. with a dungeon exploration. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I know what you're yeah, getting at the, when you're going into the dungeons. Um, but that's not all this game does. Yeah. Um, because, because it's called moonlighter, right? So you're moonlighting as a dungeon crawler, which you're going through these dungeons. There's just a, mm -hmm. a brief sort of dip into that etymology. Moonlighting, for anybody who didn't know, is actually the practice mm -hmm. of carrying on a second job into the depths of the night during the moonlight hours. Mm -hmm. um, there you go. So uh, I think it's in particularly, it's, uh, it's also the name of like a sitcom sort of thing that I think, I want to say Bruce Willis was in. Um, hmm. moonlighting. I'm hmm. gonna look this up, bro, and you might have to edit this out. <laughs> um, hey -o. but there was a show back in like the 80s, it's a comedy drama. Uh, here, just just weird bit of trivia here, folks. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a comedy drama television series that aired on ABC from March 3rd, 1985 to May 14th, 1989. 
uh, four-year run. That's not too bad. Uh, the network aired a total of 66 episodes starring Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis as private detectives. Um, hmm. So, yeah. Well, there you go. It's considered learn something new every to be day. one of the first successful and influential examples of comedy drama or dramedy. Mm. How dramatic. Uh, how comedic. Yeah, um, comedic. <laughs> uh, I like that. In the same way. But uh, anyways, Moonlighting, that's just where the, the name comes from. So brief, uh, brief rabbit trail into etymology mm -hmm. and uh, 80s television yep. programming. Mm -hmm. but And the explanation of the video game title. Yeah, because basically you go through these dungeons at night and when you mm -hmm. come out of the dungeon, it's the next day and you spend that next day selling your wares, all the stuff that you pillaged from all those poor, innocent monsters in those dungeons. <laughs> yeah. That are trying to murder you. Yeah. They're trying to kill you, but, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah. So that's true. I guess it wouldn't be murder because you stepped into their territory. It might be defensive. So yeah, I would just be killing. And, you and they're just, be they're just animals but, or critters. Yeah, that's true. I guess they can't really do that. So, uh, but yes, you, you take the spoils, you, all the, all the riches of the earth that you found while you were cave diving in the middle of the night. And, uh, you're, you have a shop set up in town. And so then you sell those wares you set the price. So part of it is like finding out how much each of these items are worth based on people's reactions when they see how much it's, oh, you know, it's, it's a. Well, yeah, there's, mm -hmm. there is that. So you adjust the price accordingly, but there's also um, like, there's actually like a window of optimal pricing mm -hmm. so that if something is right. in high demand, you can actually sort of go to the upper ends of that window without upsetting mm -hmm. a customer and you can extract a little more monetary value out of that. But if it's something that's sort of been in the market for a while and it's actually not like it's sort of the market is sort of flushed with it, actually goes lower in demand and you, mm -hmm. you have to, in order to sort of hit that optimal price point, actually have to lower your price so there's a little bit of like give and take a little like and it, there's it's a very subtle mechanic and it doesn't i don't think it's super punishing like i never noticed it a mm. ton i was like it was like one of those things that usually when you found a decent price point you could just sort of drop stuff in there and it's like once you found the one that sort of made them not because there's different each customer like when they see your thing there's different reactions there's like Oh, right. hey, like this is like dirt cheap. I'm getting a super great deal. Mm -hmm. Then there's like, oh, no, this is just right. And then there's one that's like, well, this is a little bit much, but I'll buy it. And then there's one that's like flat out like too much. No. Yeah. I am insulted <laughs> like <laughs> by seeing how much you are charging for this thing. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. So you have this fun little mechanic of, you know, it's a very capitalist game. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, you're, you buy and sell according to the, you know, um, what's going Pay on. Pay attention to the market, and, fools. Mm hmm. 
And then you see, and it also, um, capitalist game, you see how happy people are when they exchange their money for their goods. Uh, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. So you-, you have these two big elements of the game is dungeon crawling and then coming back up and selling uh, your what you gathered in the dungeon. So it makes the dungeon runs, like we mentioned, this is a, a, a procedurally generated game. Whenever you go into the dungeons, they change their layouts and things like this. And uh, each dungeon is what four floors, I believe. Uh, for each one, uh, the fourth floor is just a boss, though. Yeah, it's three floors and then the boss fight. Yeah. Um, and so, in the deeper that you go, the better spoils that you get, but also the more difficult the enemies are. And if you die while you're in the dungeon then you lose all your stuff well that you, you lose send back. there's so yeah there there are different points that occasionally you can find a box that will send all your mm-hmm. stuff back to the shop and th- there's also like the, all these different upgrade loops with equipment with stuff in the town with the shop like so there's all these different little upgrade loops and that's mm-hmm. and again we we sort of mentioned it when we were talking before but in order like to progress farther you don't get levels you get you make better gear or sometimes you'll find it too but finding Mm -hmm. weapons you know didn't happen all that often no but i think i i think i ended up finding at least one of every kind oh yeah yeah but and, and the only reason I bring that up is because in my experience, I know not everyone plays this way. I pretty much held to the same weapons through the entire. No, the upgraded. I upgraded yeah. my weapons, of course, um, in order for them to actually do damage. But I didn't really go outside of kind of the two weapons that I chose for myself at the outset, which were the sword and shield combo, mm-hmm. to, just so you could feel like Link, and then the bow and arrow. That I, like. I really didn't. Every once in a while when I'd get a new weapon, you know, I'd try it out for a couple swings and then be like, ah, I don't like this. I'm going to go back to what I mm-hmm. had. Kind of a deal. Um, th- so there, there's more to the game. Like the, the game offers more variety, but I didn't take it up on that because I felt like there was enough there that if I needed long range, I could go bow and arrow. But if I, if I wanted short range and do, to do more damage, then I just go with my sword and shield combo. Yeah, I mean, I went. With, I tried everything. I played every okay. weapon extensively, with the exception of the spear. I just didn't care for the spear a whole lot. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. I actually really liked the fist ones. They were like sort of okay. They well, and I was I was playing like a very like high risk, high reward kind of thing. So I probably died gotcha. a lot more because I I rip in, I punch <laughs> something, and I try to dodge out. Didn't always work out super gotcha. well, and you know, hence that that's uh, the the two handed sword was also pretty. I, I actually really like the two handed sword. Um, I think okay. as far as weapons, like when you max everything out, the two handed sword does just the straight damage, more straight damage than any other weapon. It's slow, but it okay. also has like an area of effect attack for its one gotcha. so it's like hmm. if you're getting swarmed you can sort of charge up that special attack and then do like the circle spinny and like kill or knock away a bunch of stuff so nice nice 
That's cool. But yeah, nice. It's I, I don't know, man. Uh, it the, the the actual mechanically the game doesn't. It's not anything like super crazy. It's a sort of a mm-hmm. little bit of a love letter homage to Legend of Zelda with some uh, free market mm-hmm. capitalism thrown in there for good measure. But yes, I think. So this game reviewed really well. I think like, you know, Metacritic, it was, it's in the 80s, which is a pretty mm-hmm. solid score. And it's like one of those games that yeah. when it came out, there was a lot of buzz sort of surrounding it. And, and I think yep. all in all, like this is a very good game. Just like, you know, spoilers or whatever. This is a should play bordering on a must play. But it's like, it's good one time. At least in my opinion, it's good for a playthrough, and then you kind of move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Okay, I I would generally agree with that assessment. I think kind of what the magic in this game is, and and it does. You know, it's an indie game, so it's got like pixel art. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, um, yeah, that art so is beautiful. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, at the at the core of what this game is, it's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are, you know, you're, you're trying to, to build up wealth, obviously, so that you can, you can upgrade your gear, but also upgrade stuff in the town and, and create some other things. Um, but it's, it is really, there's, there's nothing super deep about some of the stuff that you're doing. Like the upgrades around town are very simple, you know, you pay a set amount and then someone sets up their shop kind of a thing. Yep. Um, it it the 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 basic layout is that there are four different dungeons that you go to each with you know three levels and then a boss and then there's the final area which i won't go into because we're not going to talk you know so spo- there's that much spoiling to do here um but i just you know don't want to go that far into it in in this kind of like review format that we're doing here um so it is it's a nice simple little game but to me the magic lies in the gameplay loop and the mm-hmm. fact that these two elements are feel so different and yet so satisfying in mm-hmm. and of themselves um the the procedural generation definitely works well like I'm I'm glad it, it wasn't just kind of static dungeons cuz then it might have gotten boring um but you go back and like I said, I died a lot. And sure, half the time is just because I, I didn't play very well. I hadn't seen these enemies and they're just like way tougher than I expected. So they, they just beat me down. Yes. The other half of the time was me saying, I think I can go on another few screens. You know, I think I can go one, yeah. one floor deeper. Like, I think I can do this to get better loot. And then dying. Because you bit off a <laughs> little bit I more than you could chew. Exactly. Exactly. And then losing everything that I had gotten. And even there, point. like when you when you did that, like it didn't it was like I never remember like wanting to rage quit. Like that that seems like it could be like a very but it was like, no, that was stupid. You shouldn't have been stupid. You got greedy Nate and you got stupid. Shame right. on you. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. And and in those cases, you know, when you die, like, yeah, you want to give a, the dungeon another go. But then when you finally, when you're at this point, like, okay, I need to get out of here. I can't stay in this dungeon. I'm about to die kind of a thing. And then you go back to the town and you start selling stuff. 
then it's, you know, you put on this different hat. Like it, 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 the, the, the loop is just so different. It's, it's definitely one of those games that you can pick up and say, you know, I'm only going to play for this long or I'm going to do these little things. It's such short bursts of play Mm. that what, whatever you're doing, whether it's searching around in the dungeon or whether it's selling stuff in the shop, that um, it's easy to say, okay, I'll do one more. Yeah, I'll do, I'll you do know, one more I'll, run. I'll sell one more time. Mm-hmm. I'll do one more run. Yes, like, dude, I don't know how many times. It's like for such a quick loop, and I mean, we're talking like you could spend like twenty minutes running through one of these dungeons, like, like it's oh, from start yeah. to finish. Yes, yeah. I was, I was about to say twenty minutes is a long time for a no. One, I'm saying like, uh, like what, from like doing all three floors to the boss, like. I'd yeah. say like if you yeah. do a successful Easy. run, it's probably about 15, 20 minutes. These are not super long mm-hmm. dungeons. It's but the no. the length is sort of like it's expanded. And I don't mm-hmm. want to say like it's like, you know, it's because it's not fluff. It's just like it sort of gets drawn out a little bit more. And then there's the mm-hmm. upgrades that let you teleport back to town and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. like there's just a there's a like but yeah that that whole like just one more loop like that time machine factor where it's like you're like yes. I'll, I'll just do a couple more and then like three hours later you're like what have i been doing you know you're sort of looking around what? wild out yeah. and like what am i doing with my life um mm-hmm. so th- that's mm-hmm. definitely something to be aware of like maybe cautious or conscientious yeah. about um that uh this game can very like you know <coughs> Excuse me, I got the. Uh, I'm not going to joke about it. I wanted to say I got the Delta I variant. Passed it on to you. Um, <laughs> lambda. I got, I got. I'm cultivating lambda over here. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think it's one of those things where uh, it's just a very satisfying loop. It's just yeah, and. Yeah, it, there are so many ways that this game could have gotten stale. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, and again, not to touch on the ending, but I actually like, you know, when we, that that last sort of like set piece fight, whatever, is really good and it's fun mm-hmm. and it's a mm-hmm. little bit of a challenge, but not terrible. But it is just such like a weird, like, I almost think it would have been better if they would have just said like, done some, like, that's something that just wasn't had. I don't know, like not so much of a curveball. Well, not Is even just saying? a curveball, but it's like just like I don't know, like. So the story's interesting, right? But it's it's and it's like it's like it's not really any. It's like sort of a bonus. Cause like, it's really all about that gameplay loop. It really is. It really, yeah. really is. Yeah. But like that last fight, like the, the, the ending is just such a weird, like sidestep kind of like, yeah, that it's, it's a little jarring and it actually kind of like, yes, it wasn't bad, but it, it brought down like the overall sort of level of the experience for me where I was like, this is really mm-hmm. enjoyable, really enjoyable. And it's like, that's weird. <laughs> You know, and mm-hmm. I, I just feel yeah. like I don't know how you like I don't know how you end that game, like. But right. that that to me was not the way to do it, and that's just mm-hmm. that's like sort of like the one gripe I have was like the ending was fine, 
But it's like you have such like a neat little package here. Like I really wish they would have been able to find an ending that worked a little bit better. That's a, that's yeah. That's that it. felt felt more cohesive. Yeah, that sort of felt like mm-hmm. more. But it was like it was just such a weird like sort of like and out of nowhere surprise. And mm-hmm. it's not really out of nowhere, right. but it also is kind of like like really. Yeah, I definitely see it coming. Like I didn't, I didn't see that coming, but it wasn't like that weird given the context, mm-hmm. but it was like, yeah. So, and guys, like, here's the thing. We're not going to tell you about the spoilers because it's not a long game. Like if you just knuckle down, you can yeah. beat this game in like 15 hours, 12, 15 hours. Yeah. Easy. So, um, just go play it. Cause it's good. It's fun. Like it's, it's honestly yeah. one, like it's got a bit of a roguelite roguelike ish sort of vibe and it's great Mm -hmm. like but i mean it's also not that great (laughs) like it's (laughs) like this is like a strong seven low eight kind of like if i gave numbers like this is something that sort of verges on that like it's like this is kind of a must play in the sense that like it's pretty fantastic but it's not like it's Mm. it's like you're gonna play it once and then it's like oh okay the charm wears off and you're like okay like move on it's done Mm -hmm. right yeah exactly like i enjoyed it and i had been looking forward to it for a while um so when it went on sale enough to where i I finally picked it up i I did want to play it yeah Uh, and and you know like the whole I I really like indie games. I like retro games. The aesthetic worked really well. And then just hearing what the I like Harvest Moon and I like Zelda. So like why not? Yeah. Not that this is Harvest Moon, but you no, know it's, it's, it's got, got some, some of that that vibe. Elements. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. And so like I I figured this would be right up my alley. But I yeah like like you mentioned just the way that it hooks you with uh with the the loop that it has. Um, it, it was very, it was very satisfying and I did really enjoy it. But like you said, um, I completely agree. I'm not sure that this is one that's going to like stick with me for a long time. Like it was a very enjoyable, I think I put 17 hours into the Mm -hmm. game. Um, it was a very enjoyable 17 hours. I, I really, I really liked it. But yeah, I don't see myself going back to it to play through it again. Um, it was kind of a, a one-time deal. So, um, bravo to oh gosh, I I had said it at the start of this bite-sized episode to Digital Sun and what they did here. Um, great, like yeah, it's it's a great game. Um, it's just not one. Yeah, I would not put it in the must-play category. I would say if you dig indie games, if you dig these these kind of basically, if it sounds intriguing. Pick it's it a up. Strong, Try it it's out. It's a strong should play, very weak must play yeah. kind of thing. It's like right, it sort yeah. of sits right there. And it's like, this mm-hmm. is it's good. And if you if you enjoy, I mean, if you enjoyed Hades in any capacity, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is kind of similar. With interesting. Like, <laughs> like it it's sort of like well, and it it captured that that's part of that like roguelike procedural generation loop. Where it's like right, the one yeah. more run, one more run, mm-hmm. one more run. I mean, that like for for Hades, that was the thing. Now Hades is also widely different in that it's a little more tactical, um, in some ways. Okay, uh, dude, 
Hades is so good. So good, dude. So good. Do it. Do it. Just do Do it. it. Just go. I uh <laughs> we had a little bit of a Megan's family had a they, they we have we call it the Cuban party. Um mm-hmm. it's like her cousins and stuff, the the ones who are here and we eat Cuban food and it's kind of just nice. it's goofy and I mean n- not bad goofy, but it's like, you know, it's it's like it's fun. Yeah. And it's just sort of like lighthearted yeah. and yeah. Um anyways. I at one point in time I started talking like Mickey Mouse and I went, do it. <laughs> and no one understood. Well, what and you were the, well about. right before that, I had been going, do it. Do it. And somebody's gotcha. like, You sound like Emperor Palpatine. And I went, ha ha, do it. And it was just like I got this look like <laughs> What is wrong with and you? And then I started <laughs> then I started singing the Rainbow Connection but, uh, while uh, on a child swing. Like swinging, <laughs> like almost whacking my head at one point in time. Like I was like, oh, oh. Mm. Like uh, I was I was swinging pretty aggressively. Um, <laughs> swinging low. That sweet chair. You know, I, was, I was swinging high, bro. <laughs> That's how I do. Um, nice. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's, it's, it's a game. I, I had a ton of fun playing mm-hmm. it. I think it's worthwhile, but it's it's not like listen. If you if you sleep on it, or you're not missing all that much, but it is definitely worth mm-hmm. a playthrough. Yes. Uh, yep. I agree. It was a good time. I agree. Very good time. But uh, but unfortunately, it was not good enough to really make our top 100 list. We just no. We we thought it was. Pretty good, but it's like I said, it's a it's a once and done kind of deal, man. So yeah, yeah, I do think the top one hundred are only for must plays. Uh, that's kind of the whole impetus and so, like solidly show. must play. Yeah, not like yeah. well, maybe, maybe. No waffling right. here. Right. No waffles. As much as as much as I enjoyed those Persona dancing games, can't say that any this is that anyone anyone must play them. No. Can't do oh, it. dude, especially like, dude, <laughs> that that narrative in four is just so like it's so obnoxious. It's like, weird. It's weird. But and just like just like Persona Four dancing, the narrative in Moonlighter is is very strange as well. There's a lot that you don't understand, and then when it gets revealed, it's just like, oh, well, never did saw not that. see that one coming. coming. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, I mean, like, yeah, I guess, okay. like, sure. Like makes yeah. sense, I guess, but uh, yeah, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, awesome. And uh, uh, just like I don't know what I'm saying, never saw it coming. There's something there. Um, you probably didn't see it coming, but this is the end of the episode. Thanks for tuning in this week for uh, this bite-sized edition of the backlog breakdown where we reviewed Moonlighter. Yeah. Till next time, homies. We'll catch you What's later. That? It's two bros beating down their backlogs, breaking down their benefits. It's a backlog breakdown.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. 